0: Right now, though, we're going to chat with Reggie Cicchini, who is the Washington correspondent for Global News to talk about the border and other things U.S.-related. Hello, Reggie. How are you? Good morning. Happy Monday. Yeah, thanks so much for joining us. So the border is opened if you're an American hoping to go to Canada. Of course, not the other way. exactly how does that work what are the what are the rules around what americans need to do before they can come into canada
1: so americans need to make sure that they are negative uh for COVID 19 they have to be able to present a test uh that has been taken within x number of hours before they head to the border uh they also need to update all of their information in the arrive can app and that includes uh that they have been fully vaccinated their cdc uh vaccination record would have to go into that requirement uh uh, required app as well uh and then if there are children coming in especially because some of them under 12 years old cannot mm-hmm. get a, a vaccine they need to be able to go with their parents but they can't do things like go into group activities or camps so they're letting people in they're being cautious about it and rightfully so given the situation in the US
0: Well that's the thing when you take a look at what's going in the United States uh we're just hearing all kinds of dire reports up here especially when it comes to some of those southern states just how bad has it gotten
1: Well, I mean, look, the seven-day average uh, in the U.S. is uh, about 10 times higher than what it was about 45 days ago. They're averaging about 111,000 new cases per day. A lot of this is concentrated in the U.S. deep south. Florida is breaking records for daily cases and for daily hospitalizations uh, from numbers that weren't there at the very beginning and midpoints of this pandemic. Situation also uh, arising in Texas with similar instances in Georgia and Arkansas. There are a couple of thousand kids that are in quarantine now they just went back to school and there are already outbreaks hmm. but the bigger issue here is that community transmission across the country is now substantial or high in all 50 states and that includes uh, the 11 or 13 border states uh, which becomes problematic in trying to control this
0: virus yeah absolutely now the interesting thing here reggie is cases we know they're going to go up i think i think most people have come to wrap their heads around the fact that even if you're vaccinated you can possibly become a case you know it's slightly reduced but it, it's still possible what about hospitalizations and death Are those numbers following the way they have through the first three waves?
1: Yeah, look, there are 66,000 people hospitalized in the United States right now. That's a number that's only been crossed twice this year. Uh, and it is problematic because, again, in places like Florida and Texas, they're running out of ICU beds. And in Austin, Texas, I believe they only have six beds left for the number of people in the entire city. But hmm. pediatric hospitals are also starting to run out of space and having to airlift kids as young as three, four, five months old that have COVID or another issue uh, to other hospitals because they are filling up so quickly. Quickly. So this is problematic. Shay, what's also kind of, you know, interesting to talk about here, the CDC last week admitted that the information that they're giving, especially based on things like breakthrough cases, yeah. their information only runs from January to June, and that's before Delta became the dominant factor down here. So there are now questions raised as to whether things could potentially be even worse, and the data that we're looking at is all retrospective.
0: And uh, now a number of private businesses, the government's doing some things, but in terms of really enforcement and mandatory mandates and things like that, uh, The federal government not doing much, but we're seeing a lot of really, really big private enterprises step up and say, yeah, you're going to wear masks or, yeah, you have to be vaccinated. It seems like more and more every day. Yeah, I mean,
1: look, if you work at CNN, if you don't get vaccinated before you come into the office, you potentially can lose your job. There have been three people fired already. The federal government is going to implement uh, a vaccine requirement for all federal government workers, along with government contractors. If you don't do that, you need to get tested uh, kind of uh, on the ongoing basis of a couple of times a week possible. Uh, This is something that's rolling out uh, across the country. A lot of places are saying, look, you can't even come to the office uh, for just, you know, your, your regular day to day job if you're not vaccinated, if you are not going to be protected or if you aren't going to wear a mask this is kind of you know being facing some pushback from people who are either anti the vaccine or potentially using politics to play into this and that's partially why the u.s is having such a struggle at getting its numbers
0: under control uh one other thing i want to talk to you about before i let you out of here um andrew cuomo we've been watching that story how much longer can he hang on reggie are we seeing the final days of andrew cuomo as governor of new york
1: Well, we'll have to see. I mean, look, state lawmakers uh, in New York are actively trying to get an an impeachment inquiry wrapped up and bring this to uh, the assembly. Uh, There are a growing majority of people from both parties that are backing impeachment, so he could potentially be on borrowed time here. Uh, You know, it's kind of a time will tell thing if he can stave off the headwinds uh, of that impeachment, or if he will resign. Because look, he has now lost the support of the upper echelons of the Democratic Party, whether it's Chuck Schumer or Nancy Pelosi or President Biden. They have all. All called on him to resign from his position that is growing louder now especially with uh one of the people who are detailed in that attorney general's report that executive assistant number one coming public today and, and 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 openly talking uh about the accusations that she's made against. hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film
0: if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news
1: the
0: governor, And uh, as you said, the calls for impeachment, I mean, a lot of people are trying to say, he just say you're not going to run again and we'll let this go kind of thing. But he's really digging in his heels and saying he's not going anywhere and he does plan to run again. Maybe not, but I mean, he's, he has shown no indication that he's willing to, to, you know, read the writing on the wall, really.
1: Yeah, and it's why Democrats are starting to walk away. Look, this is a party that actively tries to push people in the direction of, if you've been accused of something wrong, it's time for you to leave. We've seen this happen, uh, with representatives and senators, uh, in the past. Uh, and that's why they are trying to say, look, your time potentially is up here. You potentially are too toxic for the party. There's a chance Mm -hmm. here that if you stay on board, you could throw us, uh, under the bus when it comes to the midterms next year, and your name could become toxic and make us lose our majority. So there is a fear here that him digging his heels in, that him not looking at, kind of the future that's been laid out according to the uh, accusations could become problematic for the party as a
0: whole. Hey, Reggie, uh, I don't know if you can touch on this, but I got about six texts just as we're talking. A lot of people saying, well, it's because of the illegal Me- uh, Mexican immigrants coming across the border. That's why the southern states are having so many problems. I know it's been fact-checked. What do you know about that?
1: Look, it's it's, it's not true. This is a fact that is being put out there by conservative right-wing media. We had somebody like Senator Rand Paul making baseless allegations that, uh, you know, southern states and Mexico are releasing people into the United States, and that's what's driving the virus across this country. That is simply wrong. The unvalued vaccinated across the United States are what are driving this uh, this, uh, pandemic further. There are roughly 80 million people that have not been vaccinated. This is not something that is being driven by the southern border crisis. The administration is facing criticism for not dealing with the crisis, but that's not driving the surge. Florida governor and Texas governor have no mandates in their state, and their
0: states are seeing the numbers go up fastest. Yeah, and that border is still closed until the 21st, just like with Canada. Absolutely it is. Okay, thanks very much, Reggie. Appreciate your time. Thanks. Reggie Cicchini, who is the uh, global news reporter based in Washington, keeping an eye on that situation. And a lot of people are talking about Then that is a story that's become a common theme in some circles, that, well, because the southern United States are dealing with this, um, that it's, become, it's because of all the uh, illegal immigrants crossing the border and they're carrying COVID. Well, Florida doesn't have a border with Mexico. And, and Florida is leading the charge right now. Uh, so you've got you've got situations where, I mean, could that be part of the situation? Could be part of the situation. And the other thing that people are saying about, you know, that's not necessarily the case. Because the cases started going up long before this crisis reached the points where it's at right now. Uh, the cases started climbing in the U.S. Uh, long before. Now, you can talk about other foreign travel bringing um, the Delta variant into the United States without a doubt. That's certainly a, a valid suggestion that that may be part of what's driving these cases, but that's the same in every country across you know, the world now. Canada has the same situation. That Delta variant basically moves in and um, takes over and becomes the predominant strain, and then once that happens, it spreads like wildfire. And we're seeing that in all parts of the world. The question now is, what will the United States do uh, in terms of ju- uh, August 21st? That is the date that the border is closed to, at least, that we know of. Right. and They've been doing it by 30-day extensions. As we get to that date, then they say, okay, it's going to be another 30 days, another 30 days. Given the fact that um, we're now seeing the Canadian border open as of today to Americans that want to travel into Canada, will they do the same thing? Uh, in the United States. Lots of things going into it. There is immense pressure from all kinds of governors, all kinds of legislators, all kinds of business groups, really angry with the Biden administration for not doing it already and not coming up with a plan, at least, to let them know how it's going to happen. But at this point, we don't know. We're just watching and waiting. A lot of speculation that the reason they're not doing it is because, while we're dealing with the border with the United States and the United States only. The United States has to deal with Canada and Mexico. Mexico's vaccination and all the rest far behind even the United States, which as we just heard from Reggie is lagging in some areas. So can you throw open the Canadian border but keep the Mexican border closed? All kinds of political ramifications in that. So we'll have to wait and see. As I said, August 21st is the next day in terms of that's when we know it's closed till at least will they announce another thirty days? Uh, we're going to have to wait and see. But all kinds of pressure. So we'll continue to monitor that. But as of today, Americans are allowed to cross into Canada on land borders. As you heard from Reggie, they have to be double vaccinated. They have to use that Arrive Can app, uh, all those sorts of things. So the rules are in place. It's the first step forward. And uh, listening to the experts this weekend from across the country, really, you know, the people who advise the federal government on the COVID-19 plans and everything saying, no, this is a good first step. We're okay here. Double uh, Double vaccinated negative tests, all the rest of that stuff. We're doing it the right way. We're not throwing the doors wide open at this point. We're taking a first step towards reopening, and uh, they seem to be good with it. So we'll see how it goes, and hopefully, hopefully it comes back the other way soon.